Hey guys, I thought I'll make an episode quickly, give you guys a few advice on how to maintain yourself reading the Bible. And so I'll give you four pointers of do's and three to four pointers of don't do. So number one of do is remind yourself. Too many times we remind ourselves about work. Um, so we plan the night prior, we get our clothes out, we remind ourselves about our kids and their breakfast and what their lunch is going to be like. And we do that also and we remind ourselves and so we take action and so if we do that same method with the bible we'll find the very same progress for reasons that we're putting the bible as a priority not just as some uh weekend option right or you know well i failed this i failed today i guess i'll read it tomorrow and then tomorrow never really comes because we never um are planning and if you um fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so that's number one. So it's remind yourself. Number two is alert and notification. Now, this one probably is not the most effective method of reading your scripture. Um, I know for most of us, we do have version as our Bible app. We do have a KJV or we have eSword or we have some other Bible apps. And most of the times, so if not all of them, have some sort of like alert or notification where they can send us a Bible verse, or maybe even a a Bible study, but we can so easily just slide it to the you know upward or to the left or right, and and be very dismissive about it. And if you're at work, it's definitely not the best time because you're working. And if you're at home, you're probably being bombarded by all types of other notifications. So, I mean, it's not the most effective. Maybe for you, it may be, depending on what time you set the uh, alert or the, you know, the Bible verse. Uh, but for me, it's just another way to kind of grab your attention. So as a reminder, number three is engage. So you have engagement and then you have like Bible studies. And so if you have that one person, then you can maybe engage in discussion of the Bible. That will also remind you of the importance of reading scripture. And if there's, uh, there's Bible study that goes on throughout the week, that's another great way for you to remind yourself that there's Bible study on Wednesday. Um, if you know what the um, topic or theme is going to be about, then you can also plan prior to read upon the theme, the topic, the Bible study, whatever the case may be, you're well prepared. And so you go into the Bible study um, having a, a better understanding of what the topic is going to be. And so you become a more familiar, you become um, better in understanding. And number four, we have resetting. Now, this one particularly has been a, a help. And for reasons why that so when you reset, that means that whatever it is that's taken hold of your attention, you set it aside. You reset yourself. You no longer are going to even, um, you know, play with whatever it is the case may be, do whatever is the case may be, or go to whatever place that you usually go to that you invest so much time in. The whole point of resetting is to refocus yourself back on Christ. And by that, you definitely want to pick up his word. That's essential, right? You you can't really fast if you're not like, if you're not drinking water. I mean, number one, that's unhealthy, right? So when you're fasting um, for the Lord, you also want to read his word. 
but you also want to fast from any sort of, I want to say entertainment or anything that's taking your, your attention. And then you notice as, as time go, that light of atten- uh, that light of entertainment that used to rob your attention from God is very gradually, in fact, it's probably going a lot faster than you think, it's becoming dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And so no longer does it become a stronghold, right? You have, you, you know, you, you've overpowered the stronghold and now your attention is back on Christ. And so you want to, you know, Lord, help me maintain this connection with you, Lord. I don't want to be distracted again. And sometimes it may take something as small as putting a timer or, you know, prioritizing, like I'm only going to go shopping for a few minutes or I'm going to do something for with a few cash, whatever the case may be, you want to limit yourself. And if you cannot limit yourself, then I would go as far as saying just completely remove it. Um, at that point, you would know that you no longer need it and it's not going to find its way to your um, to your heart. Now, what you do want to avoid... Um, because the do's were remind me, right? Remind yourself. Uh, number two is alert or notification. Number three is engagement in Bible study. And number four is resetting. But you want to also, um, you want to avoid is excusing uh, the Bible, right? So too many times do we excuse reading the Bible for a movie or reading the Bible for a family dinner, reading the Bible for a a family activity, a friend's activity, um, reading the Bible to read other books. And so the Bible becomes like something in the back burner. And we think that we could just kind of like grab it because it's always going to be there, right? Because God's grace is sufficient. And so if God's grace is sufficient now, then it's going to be sufficient after two, three hours of playing whatever it is you're doing, right? So you're like, well, I guess I could just you know, kick it to the back burner and do whatever I want and I'll come back to it, right? It's just a way to abuse um, the love of God. Uh, Number two is not prioritizing. So this goes back to prioritizing. And I think that reading the Bible really, really does have to do with prioritizing. If you're not going to prepare yourself to read the Bible, then the thought of reading the Bible at that very moment becomes so hard. It becomes... It's like, okay, like, I'm not even prepared. I'm not even mentally prepared. Well, you're not mentally prepared because you haven't thought about it. You haven't mentally invested in any of the other things that God has done for you, has other things that God has said about you, other things that God has planned for you. And so if we have a more God-shaped mind, if we're transformed by God's word and we're constantly thinking about the things of God, then the things of God will interest us. I'm not saying that, um, that, you know, you're a Christian and you don't love God because you're not reading his word, but how, how unloving is it if the person who loves you wrote you a letter and you just never read it, right? So number three here is um, not refocusing. So it's back to the last one of the things that you should do. If you don't refocus, you lose, you lose focus. Sometimes when I'm driving to Maryland, <clears throat> um, if, I'm, if I'm driving by myself and I'm just giving my, my wife that extra hour of rest, you know, and I know that's what's going to happen, 
it's nice to know that my car can't drive too far until I get gas. Because that small pit stop, it's going to help me refocus. It's going to allow me to breathe. It's going to allow me to kind of see the road again, right? Because if you keep driving, especially if it's like the New Jersey Turnpike, you notice there is no left and there is no right. There is just a whole bunch of cars and you're going straight dead shot. And so to stop, breathe, stretch out a little bit, it helps me refocus on the road. It helps me gain a refocus on where I'm going and and how far I have left and how much gas I still have and, and where I'm going, where I have to go. And so when you're constantly moving in hyperspeed, and you're going to work or, or you're dropping off your daughter or your kids or you're doing extra homework and you're picking up different sports because you think the more you do, the more important you look. But whatever the reason may be, you're becoming so overwhelmed, you're so bombarded that you've totally forfeited God's word. You've totally forfeited a relationship with God. You're not stopping for 10, 20 minutes to read his word. You're not stopping or singing praises to him. And so you, you, you feel that. You know that there's like a disconnect. There's these walls of bricks that are sort of being built between you and God because you're doing so much. And so I definitely want to encourage you guys with these to remind yourself that I have to prioritize. I have to read the Word of God. If your Bible is too big, grab a small Bible. Buy one. Uh, put it in your purse or you can carry it if you're a man in your back pocket. And carry it everywhere you go. People carry their keys because that's how you get home, right? People carry their phones because that's how they communicate. Well, you carry your Bible because you want to communicate with God. You want to learn about God. And so make it a priority. Make it, give it importance because it is extremely important. It's a, it's, it's giving your soul the, the nurturing it needs. It's giving your soul nurturing it needs. Now, lately, uh, my, my daughter wanted to go to the pool and I was like, sure. And we had a blast and we were like swimming. And I remember I spoke to a, a respiratory doctor and she said that the, the longest a man can withstand his breath underwater is approximately six and a half minutes. Um, after that, it's like your lungs are, are being crushed or collapse. Now, uh, honestly, I I didn't fact check it. I just took her, I took her her word for it. Um, but let's just use this for the the sake of the um, for the analogy. If, if it takes that long for a body to collapse underwater because it's not being given air, I, I mean, imagine not having your soul fed by the word of God. You're going days not feeling fed days and days and days and you feel distant and you're depressed and you're sad and you're thinking all types of things all types of thoughts all types of of opinions and you forfeited the word of god that tells you to take all thoughts captive that tells you that you're created you're wonderfully and beautifully made that tells you all these great things all these great truths that can rid of your depression that can rid of your of your sadness that can rid of your sorrow where you forfeit it because it's not a priority. And so I want to leave you guys with a a scripture here from 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. 
And it says here, uh, I'm sorry. It says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so as Christians, we want to be complete because you want to do the good works. And so I'll leave you guys with that. I hope that's been a, uh, a great advice. I hope that what I've said has been able to bless you guys. And if you guys have any feedback, anything else you want to contribute as far as the, um, what helps as far as learning your Bible, what helps as far as avoiding things that trample over your time of reading your Bible, love to hear it. Send me uh, a DM on my Instagram, The Simple Christian. And I'd love to just um, pick you guys' brains, understand you guys and, and whatnot. So until then, guys, may the grace of God and the peace of the Holy Spirit guide you guys into all blessings. God bless, guys, and peace out.